This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 240. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthier, plant-based lifestyle. I am one of your hosts, Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode, we are going to be exploring a topic that actually generated quite a bit of discussion in our peas and carrots. What up, guys? Our peas and carrots society group, which is our closed Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. And the topic is about being a vegetarian vegan or even trying to reduce the amount of meat you eat in a non plant based household. So whether you're family all are still meat eaters or if you are just living with another person who is a uh, meat eater how do you deal with that i think that can be a you know larissa and i are actually very fortunate that we were just having this conversation with my brother today that he said who became a vegetarian first and i said we actually both became vegetarian on the exact same day so that was very fortunate but had we not had one of us perhaps decided to be vegetarian and the other one, whoops, I almost I just dropped my uh, my notes here. Um, and the other one decided not to. Certainly, there would be some challenges with that. So we're going to talk about some tips that our group shared with how they handle that situation. Absolutely. But first, we have a review. Review! Yay! Yay! Hey, and how about that? I no, Vicky normally says that, but I stole it. So <laughs> she d- completely stole it. I know. She looked at me and was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> Okay, so this review comes from now. Okay, this is interesting. Amber, one, two, four, five, eight, three, six, four, four, seven, nine, four, four, one. Wow. <laughs> Say that five times fast. <laughs> uh, and uh, it, okay, the title of the review is My Friend on the Trail, which already sounds exciting, right? So, okay, so Amber says, I have been on a health journey since May of this year. The journey, and this was in uh, 2017. The journey has been hard but rewarding as I have lost 62 pounds and am at a healthy weight for the first time in more than a decade. That's awesome. That is awesome. Congratulations. Uh So my daughter and I have both become lacto-over vegetarians this year, uh, though we have both drastically reduced our dairy consumption. To help me on my journey towards health, I have actively searched for encouraging materials. The Vegetarians End podcast has been such a huge blessing to me, a calming, non-judgmental, and incredibly encouraging retreat in a world that can be both negative towards a vegetarian lifestyle and at the same time negative towards those who are not vegetarian enough. My very Mm, favorite aspect of the Vegetarians End podcast is the accepting and kind attitude of Vicki and Larissa. Each episode is centered on a specific theme, and the podcasters stick to that theme, which I appreciate. As well, the production quality of the podcast is very high, and I have never had any issues with the audio. I always learn something from each podcast and come away with a renewed commitment to the changes I have made in my life. Vicki and Larissa have become my running companions on the trail and give me something to look forward to as I run. I highly recommend... Dog sneeze. <laughs> I highly recommend the Vegetarians and podcast to anyone who is vegetarian, vegan, or just wants to reduce their overall meat consumption for whatever reason. Wow, that was amazing. That is awesome. And thank you so much for calling out the audio production quality. I really appreciate that. Is that is all Vicky. I appreciate that greatly. 
All Vicky. All and right. I'm trying so hard not to let the dogs shake my mic. So if you hear <laughs> they, any weird they're noises. They're usually in the room in here with us. And Ruthie is a little bit hyper still. And uh, Cosmo's not really having it, but uh, he's leaning up against Larissa's microphone stand. So I'm so holding it. There's so. a little bit of sh- uh, shoveling or um, shuffling. Shuffling. There sh- you go. <laughs> things. It's a little more than usual sorry about that right all right uh oh and i was gonna say run 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 because she <laughs> said she's running <laughs> okay so let's go ahead and get into the main topic now as i mentioned at the top of this podcast we had this question come up in our peas and carrots group on facebook about how to handle being a plant-based in a household that just isn't so your spouse mm-hmm. your kids whoever it is your significant other are just not vegetarian or vegan or even interested in becoming vegetarian or vegan. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about, and we didn't really pose this as a question. Sometimes we'll pose a question for topic ideas to the peas and carrots group and kind of let them talk about it and just make sure that they're okay with us using their name. We didn't do that with this one because it was actually a question somebody Mm -hmm. else brought up. So we're not going to use people's names to, we like to give people props for providing Mm -hmm. that, but we also want to make sure we're not causing any rifts within any social family situations or anything. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, even though refrain. I doubt, I doubt anybody who's not in the group listens to the pod. I mean, you well, know, other family was, members, but just, yeah. just in case. And nothing was really negative. It's just, we usually like to ask permission before we just use people's names. So right. we're so going to be talking in just kind of in general, in general, right. Type of thing. And again, that's a, it's che- dog a toys. toy being yeah. chewed. So sorry about that. <laughs> just when we got complimented on the production quality. I know, right. <laughs> All right. But so here's the exact question that was in the group. So, the question was, does anyone else have a spouse or, or live in a non-vegetarian household while following a plant-based diet? I'm looking for a practical way to cook for my meat-eating hubby as well as for myself. Any tips or tricks will be helpful. And thank you for posting that question. You who you know who you are. <laughs> uh, but I think that's a really great question. So thank you for so posting that. And we got so many responses, a lot of responses and interaction yeah. on that. And um, we're very active. Just so you guys know, we're also, Larissa and I are very active in that group. We do, even though, you know, we'll comment here and there on things, mm-hmm. but we read a lot of that mm-hmm. stuff. And and this is really helpful, too, to to pull out topics that are interesting, uh, that our people are interested in, our folks in the group. Right, Anyways. right. All right, so... Our I, people. I made our it people. sound like, our people. Our people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I guess the biggest thing is that flexibility is really key. And, and that's on all sides, not just, you know, it's, it's not just your, you shouldn't just expect your, your spouse or your household members to kind of bend to, to your, because you're a vegetarian, expect them to be, that's not realistic, but it's also, it, it also needs to work the other way. I mean, in an ideal world, you know, your spouse, your significant other, your parents, your your kids, whoever is, is living with you would um, respect that as well That's and be flexible really and adaptable. Yeah. So, for example, one of the one of the areas that it just differs from person to person as to whether they are comfortable with this or not is. Sometimes when people become vegetarian or vegan, they're not comfortable cooking meat anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I get that. And other people are. And other people are. And I get that too. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing sometimes in, in, I've seen in other groups, not our group, of course, because we've got a group of awesome people, but in certain, in other groups or other message discussion boards, I've seen sometimes where if somebody says, well, I cooked this for my husband or I Mm -hmm. cooked this for my kids and they just get just right for cooking meat and i think that's again it's a personal choice if you're the person that does the cooking for your family 
then and you're comfortable with that fine that's your business right. <laughs> nobody else should be telling you what you what you can or cannot do yeah when it comes to that and you know if if you're not comfortable handling animal products or you know if it's just meat or if it's meat and dairy or eggs what, whatever if you're not comfortable doing that then make that clear you know yeah. because that you shouldn't be expected to do that that's a great if point. you're not comfortable and offer alternatives so you know maybe you're okay with picking up something pre-cooked from the store like a rotisserie chicken or something like that uh, for whoever eats meat or but you can't really do that every night no either. no you can't that's that can be an occasional mm-hmm. thing or you know the meat eating members of your household will just will need to learn you know to prepare their own meat items if they want that want well, to. and we did see some of those comments mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. that that some folks came to the understanding that you cook your stuff and i cook my stuff mm-hmm. so that's that's also a very compromise uh you know you're making concessions on both stand on both uh both sides okay so uh what we'll start off with since once we got kind of that the flexibility thing uh I wanted to kind of start off with there was a, a comment and it was a pretty lengthy comment on on this post and I thought it was a really good place to start off so basically it was uh, one of the our members said that, you know, basically, this is her, her life. I mean, she's got a husband or a partner who doesn't eat meat or who eats meat. She doesn't. So she offered some ideas of what she does. So uh, she said that she has certain meals where that they have where they put together, you basically build your own thing right so like your own taco bar exactly tacos she mentioned tacos so she said with meat substitutes or beans for yourself and then meat for the others Uh, also she mentioned another good one which is hamburgers and portobello burgers so you have a nice big juicy portobello and then you know have hamburgers for whoever who wants it pasta with a choice of sauce so with meat sauce and meatless or also with uh, meatballs that you can make, you know, the two different versions, either the vegetable or the meat substitute ones, and then meat, and then just have those on the side, which is a good idea. I mean, everybody, you know, you don't have to have meatballs like in your sauce, right? You can have that on the side and then right. put it and then put sauce on top. Uh, and then the other the other one was, um, and this is a good one, sub sandwiches or whatever you call them, hoagies or whatever you call your... We've been doing a lot of those lately. Yeah, we and have. I have. Yeah. yeah. And that way each person can build their own. That way you get exactly... It's like having your own personal subway in your house, right? Where you just get exactly what you want and you just have everything laid out. It's easy. There's like hardly any cleanup and that's it. Another thing that some people are comfortable with and others are not is certain pans or things being used for meat to cook meat on cutting boards really are separate anyways, right? You should have a separate, if you have meat, right, right. That should be separate anyway. Well, that should be plastic Mm -hmm. and don't use a wooden one. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah, but I meant my point was it was still something you wouldn't use that same one for the vegetables. Right. Right. We used to have it separate. I don't know. I don't know if that's standard practice for right. people but right. when we had know. mead we that's a good we question did. yeah well either way some people are comfortable with it and some people aren't mm-hmm. so you might even again it's just a, an area where you say this is the pan that i saute my veggies in mm-hmm. i i know we wash it i know i'm not trying mm-hmm. to be 
difficult, but you know, this right. is, I, I want this. Well, and mine. you can, <laughs> and that's really easy to do. They can be color coded, you know, I mean, you can buy pans in all different colors and you know, that you can buy col- different colors for certain things and, or you can mark the handles or, you know, there are lots of things that you can do to really easily distinguish, distinguish that and then just make it clear. And I mean, if you need to make a little chart, you know, to put inside your, your pan cabinet where you keep your pans and mm-hmm. do that. It's, yeah. it's super easy. And again, that's if you're just not comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But you should you should also be, as Larissa said, it's not just one sided. I think both ideally both sides are understanding of each other's preferences mm-hmm. when it comes to things like that. Right. All right. So another uh, member had some good suggestions. Uh, she said that she said I cook with veggie ground, and he thinks it's hamburger. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, generally, uh, she said when we go out, he orders what he wants. See why we're not using names, <laughs> right? <laughs> He's gonna be listening Busted. to this. What? Wait a minute. <laughs> right. Uh, she said generally when we go out, he orders what he wants, but I rarely cook meat here, and that's you know that's fine. Uh, and then, but this is what I liked about this. Uh, she said he hates cooking, so he is adapted. He will sometimes pick up a rotisserie chicken, like we mentioned, from the store, and I plan a few meals around it. And she said it's surprising, but after a bit of time, he rarely even asks for meat anymore. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, another one of our members said mine is super supportive. He said if it tastes good, great. If not, he won't eat it, which I think is fair. What I did for about three weeks was try variations of meat food into vegan. And if he likes it, add a meal, add a, add it to to the the meal rotation. If not, then a few times a month, I'll make him, uh, I'll make him for instance, meat tacos and I will just make myself a vegan meat alternative. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's been working very well. And that's a good, that's a good compromise, right? Right. Uh, now there's another one said that we are both vegetarian, so we both cook, so that's not an issue. But he, now here's another issue that we kind of didn't exactly expand to in the beginning when we introduced this is, uh, she said we're both vegetarian, so we both cook, but for holidays with meat eaters in the family, we only make vegetarian or mostly vegan dishes. They're welcome to have meat that they make. And again, that's mm-hmm. a good compromise. Right. You know. Well, we had talked about that for years. We hosted, I think for 10 years, we had Thanksgiving mm-hmm. here at our house when we were meat, e- meat eaters. And my brother just happened to buy a bigger house. So he, we ended mm-hmm. up moving Thanksgiving over there. But had we still decided to host, we were perfectly fine with mm-hmm. anyone bringing stuff over. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of we weren't comfortable with cooking that right. any longer. Right, right, right. All right. And then here was a question to the question. So does your hubby object to vegan foods? I mean, some people and he clarifies mostly men in my experience. And this comment was from a man. Uh, He said some people mostly men in my experience have a stubbornness when it comes to something their precious mommy didn't make when they were children. (laughs) Thus, they often won't even try something that is vegan and certainly not like it if they do. In such cases, I would just order home delivery for them. Yeah. You know, guys tend to have that that there's a lot of social pressure uh-huh. on them too about yeah. um yeah uh, there's a toy on your thing you might want to move that okay now back to the show sorry <laughs> about that all right so yeah uh, men and we did we did an episode on men uh and vegetarianism and uh, plant-based diet before and yeah you're right there is more of a like social type expectation that meat is the manly you know food and and whatever and texas men probably (laughs) even more so so. right 10 gallon hat and a a, a 26 ounce steak all right so 
the next one said that now this is good. My partner is omnivore, as are most of my family and friends. Luckily, my partner is very supportive, and you know that's how our family is too. And um, so we're very lucky. Not everybody Extremely, is like that, right? Uh, so she said, "I only cook vegan meals, and he eats them happily. If he wants meat, he will cook it for himself on the side." He cooks his own meat to add to my soups, stews, and chilies if he wants it. He also cooks a lot and makes sure he cooks things that I can have. Very cool. Now, that's a very supportive spouse. Yep. All right. Another comment we received said, I, too, cook everything, and we hardly ever eat eat out. I make meat on the, as a side for him. I even have a George Foreman. <laughs> the grill. I, yeah, the George Foreman grill. I make his chicken on, and it makes it much quicker. That's a good point. Yeah. And that, that I think the cleanup is easier for that, too. And, you know, you just dedicate that to, to meat, and that's it. Um, all right. So my wife and I have perfect agreement on our foods, except I like olives, and she does not. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like olives either, do you? I don't like olives, and you do. I like green olives. I don't like black olives. <laughs> and I, I just love this. We eat and treasure the same foods almost as if we are one person. That's oh, that's awesome. nice. I yeah. like that. All right, so another comment we received said, my boyfriend, now hubby, started liking my food over this. It started Over his. Over his, yeah. It started as I cooked my way, and he cooked his way. My food was better, (laughs) and I do all the cooking now, and we get veg at home always. That's good. (laughs) My food was better. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so uh, the next comment was, uh, no, I like this too. I'm a vegan as well as my daughter. Both brothers and father are not. We make it work, sometimes with a lot of laughter. Never, ever do I hold up my vegan picket sign. I love my family and respect their choices, and they respect ours. Might be a good podcast episode. Well, we did it. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, this is so... This kind of ties into the next comment, too. So let me read that first and kind of go where I'm going. The next comment said... I. I say it's like religion, just like my friends who set a menorah next to a Christmas tree. I'll serve my vegan casserole next to the holiday ham. And there was an episode on living mm-hmm. with omnivores. Can't remember the number. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, okay. We'll look that up. Um, so you're saying we did this already? We did. We did a similar one, but I think oh, okay. it's, it's good to revisit it. Yeah, well, yeah. it is. And I think the peas and carrots where we had... Um, we did i know right <laughs> we've done 200 240 now yeah uh no but you're right now that i and uh, now i mm-hmm. remember uh discussing some of the social aspects but mm-hmm. our peas and carrots group i don't even know if it existed it back then no. when we did this so i think we get a lot more input which is awesome um but uh anyways what i was where i was going with this is i th- this comment and the one previous really go to it's really about harmony living mm-hmm. respecting other people's choices yeah. and this is where and i'm not going to go on a political rant but i'm just going <laughs> to say that this is where so much of our our country the united states of america is so divided because we're just mm-hmm. we're just not we're just very we just can't very, live and let live exactly exactly right. all right that's enough of that <laughs> so uh i do the cooking for me and my non-veg hubs I go ahead and just cook straight vegan. Occasionally, I'll split a recipe to include meat like chili for him, primarily ground for ground meat dishes. And that's another thing is that you can very easily make like soups and stews and chilies and just divide it and add mm-hmm. meat to half. Right. And that's a very easy thing to do. Um, and then you can also freeze that too, you know, uh, so you'd have leftovers. And then uh, he, I like this, he gets his meat in over lunch. 
which is a good another good compromise. So I, I guess he's out he's at, at, house, at work. Yeah. yeah, so he gets his meat at lunch, and he, she said we make our own lunches if we aren't doing leftovers, and he'll make himself meat for lunches. And that I mean that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That way, you know, he's doing his own thing, she's doing her own thing, and then they have dinner together. You know, vegetarian or or whatever, plant based. And then, okay, go ahead. Well, there was one more, and I I kind of wanted to read this through. It's it's a little bit lengthy, but I kind of wanted to read it through because I I think it's it's good and it's important. So this comment says, yeah, at the beginning of our relationship was a big deal to my husband that he is not a vegetarian. Over the years, we dated, moved in together, and married. I made the food he was used to, but without meat. If he asked, I would tell him, but a lot of times he didn't notice. In those days, I used more meat substitutes because he thought he needed meat. There were a lot of surprises in the beginning that you can eat veg and it was good and filling. I also had to reassure him that he didn't have to be a vegetarian. He doesn't like the label. And of course, I don't force him to do anything. I don't call myself vegetarian to his family either. I just said I'm careful about what I eat for weight loss. And I don't think they notice. I just leave the pork chop off my plate. Seven years later, we have a natural normal rhythm. He eats only meat in restaurants or if we visit friends. Even his work lunches are vegetarian. I guess I'm trying. I guess I'm trying to say, number one, relax. Your family will adjust as you figure out what they like and real and they realize they won't die. And number two, respect the journey your partner and family are taking along with you. That's a really I think good that's point. Perfect. That is a really good way. To I wrap just that love up. that so much. Mm-hmm. So you know who you are. Who said that? <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Very well said. I think that sums up every single thing that you know was in this post and that we've talked about here. And um, I just love it. And thank you once again to the Peas and Carrot Society for providing us such good content. I mean, yes. it's just amazing the things that, that go on in this group. So it's uh, if you are interested in joining, as I mentioned, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash vegetarian zen. You'll be hit up with a couple of questions that please answer both of those because we want to let you in. Mm-hmm. We, there's been some that don't answer and we can't. Yeah. We really don't want to let them in because we want to make we sure people aren't being spammed or... Uh, anything like that. So answer the questions and you will be let in. Absolutely. All right. Are we ready to move to the recipe of the week? Let's do it. All right. So this is from the peas and carrots, uh, a link that, that uh, Tracy Lynn provided to our group members. It is uh, a link from a website called Jessica in the kitchen.com. And the recipe is vegan crock pot chili and it's black beans and quinoa. And the reason that I chose this one for this episode is because we just mentioned chili. And so, you know, this is vegan, but you could very easily add uh, meat to this to have, you know, split it and add meat if you have a meat eater in your household. And it would still be, you know, it would still have the beans and the quinoa and all the healthy stuff in there. And then you just add a little bit of meat. Cool. Yeah. Okay, let's move into the question of the week. The question this week is, is your household mixed plant-based and omnivore? How do you cope with this Mm -hmm. if it is? So again, there was a lot of great tips from our peas and carrots, but if there's something else that you do, please feel free to leave us a comment at vegetarianzen.com forward slash 240. Wow. <laughs> or you can head out to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash vegetarian zen. Or as I mentioned, head out to the peas and carrots. <laughs> what up, guys? What up? 
All right. I think that does it for our episode this week. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 